home of the White Sox. Is also the home of Waddle and Sylvie. Afternoons from 2 to 6. This is WMVP Chicago, ESPN 1000. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Craft in motion, takes turns, fake, sets the throw, bouncing, backing up, flings it into the end zone, and the pass is caught for the touchdown. My goodness, heck of a throw, heck of a catch, Dontavian Wicks, and the Packers have the lead. 6-3. Jeff Joniak right here on your home for Bears football. 2023 season is complete. Now we roll this weekend into Super Wild Card Weekend with six games here. It goes Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night, the holiday next Monday, MLK Day. That'll wrap the weekend before we hit the divisional round in a couple of weeks. Carmen and Yurk, watch us on YouTube today and every day. Check us out on Twitch. Make sure you download the free app, ESPN Chicago app. You can listen on demand anytime, anywhere. Live in our State Street studios. Dontavian Wicks. Oof. Yeah, tough, huh? Uh, it's tough when Jordan Love like just carved him up. I mean, I know like, like losses... You look at it at the end of the year, you know, you've got your record. They say wins count the same, losses count the same. Uh, I, I, I don't know. We were so juiced up for the opener. They get their you-know-what kicked in in their own building as a favorite. Okay. Now we get to the end of the season. We got good vibes all week. Like, hey, they're playing better. They could send the Packers home. A second straight year, a division opponent can go into Lambeau with nothing to play for other than ending the Packers' postseason hopes, and they could do it. Lions accomplished that last year. Bears failed, and so you like you had you had said last week. You almost feel like it'd be two wins if they could beat them and win this game. Does it mean it feels like two losses? I don't know. I just hate the feeling. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of why like, and it and at Halloween. Listen, I'll be honest. I was like, oof, man, the Packers. Yikes, Jordan Love. Yikes. He finished second in the league in touchdown passes. He threw for over four thousand yards. He threw for 561 in two games against the Bears. 561. It's a lot of yards, Carm. With five touchdowns. Like, I'm sick so, of watching. I'm sick of watching this. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I'm going to spend a whole, uh, the whole offseason kind of lamenting what was the 2023 campaign for the Bears. The two Packer losses will bother me, and three losses with double-digit leads will bother me. Them are the ones that are going to haunt you going into next year, wondering whether this team can be or can't be good. I told you that the four bad teams, four good teams, and the rest is in the muck. Well, we're, we are in the middle of the muck. We went from being a bad team to a team now that is in the middle of the muck, to being a very average team. If somebody said to me, Yurko, you guys were the 17th team in the NFL or the 16th team, your power rankings from where they were earlier in the year, 28th, you made improvement. To or be, even the 20th, I yeah, guess. Yeah, you made improvement yeah. to be mediocre. Yes. That's where you find yourself right now. You're wonderfully mediocre. Okay, guess what you got to do now? Make the next step from going wonderfully mediocre to somewhat closer to being one of the top teams in the mediocre department, which would put you at 10 and 7. That's where it would put you. Being top of mediocrity is like ten and seven, which would be a playoff. Because team, you probably. look thirteen and three, you got some twelve and fives that are out there, and then you've got some eleven and sixes. Yeah, right. You got a bunch. So if you get to ten and seven, you're getting to the top of being mediocre. You got two teams in the playoffs that are ten and seven, right? Yeah, two or three, two teams, and then the nine and eight bucks. Yeah, 
I I think you spell out like a healthy attitude and a healthy way to look at all of it. But this just like this is a bad way to start the season and to end it. I don't like the fact that Jordan Love just put together the kind of season he put together. Not that it should matter. We should just worry about. Well, you're worried about situation. the Bears. You're worried I know. about the Bears. I know. Now, you can't compare it as like, compared to He looked to great Bears. yesterday. Well, we spent a lot of time wasting our breath on the Patrick Mahomes thing here in the I, city of Chicago. I'm not going to waste it on Jordan Love. Well, he looked good yesterday. Yeah, so he, he did look good. It. You he can't help good. it be like, oof. And the Packers looked good yesterday. And the Packers got a test. They go down to Dallas. They do. Right? They go to Dallas. The Rams come up to Detroit. They go to Dallas. All right, so fun and games. All types of joy and happiness. Congratulations. After today... I worry about next year and how you're going to get to where you need to be next year. And what are you going to do? Is it going to include fields? No, yes, no, maybe. Are you going to draft a quarterback? Are you going to draft them on or are you going to move down? Are you Are going to identify a quarterback that you like out of the group that you think is going to be the best one? Will you have to use the first pick to do it? Probably not. Will you have to move down? Yeah, you can move down. Then you try to maximize your draft equity. I want another first rounder next year. I'll be honest with you. I want to go into every draft with the possibility of having two first-round picks every single year. Not the way Ryan Pace did it. I like the way Ryan Poles is doing it. Just make sure you identify the right quarterback. Draft equity. Right. I got you. I got you. Identify the right quarterback. And then try to get yourself a second-round pick. Yeah. Where you can acquire another receiver. You can require a left tackle. This team needs a left tackle. I didn't think they did. I thought Braxton Jones was going to be able to fight. Long. No, you know his his grade didn't have an ass. I need an ass. I know you tell his me his grade, grade wasn't, wasn't terrible. You saw yesterday, right? I know yesterday wasn't good for that whole line. Uh, you know, yeah. And Tevin Jenkins, why is it we can talk about Tevin Jenkins playing poorly? Yeah, but we can't talk about Braxton Jones no, playing poorly. Fair. You're right. Okay, everybody wants to say Darnell Wright. Darnell Wright. Okay, fine. Darnell Wright, maybe not ideal right now, but if he's playing with one shoulder, right, Which over the course is. of the full season. Yeah. At least you give him credit for well, going ahead and sticking it out and playing the rest of the season. He probably played the last two months with a with one shoulder. Yeah, You're do right I Larry Borm out there? No. Okay, either do I. No, so, I do not. I mean, you just got to be honest in your evaluations as you move forward. Yeah. And right. if the Bears are, we're going to see some movement. We're going to see some different things. You might see Luke, it's, Luke Getsky fired. Getsky. Thank you, Tony. You might. Yeah. It's just, and I, I know. And if you... And they might look at Braxton Jones for the money playing left tackle with a grade that's good in PFF, and they might say, you know what, he's good enough to keep him for another year before we've got to pay him. Yeah, um, and I get it. There were there were improvements made this year in different areas of this team. There look like a cut. There look. It appears that there's some foundational building blocks, which is good. That's what you're striving for. A couple of games, you know, go different, and the record's even better. But I don't know. It just it's 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 year after year of this. It gets frustrating this is sometimes just the pure like erratic fan in me i guess that gets it, it, it's just hard to watch another loss against the packers like that especially when we were all hyped up like yeah they can go in and win this game yeah uh, it's just a crummy way to start and end the year and then here we go since lovey was fired following the 2012 season yurko 2012 is a long time ago like, we're in 2024. Yeah, I mean, 2012, you're looking at 11 to 2022, 23. You're looking at 12 seasons, right? The Bears have one winning season Yeah, since Lovey was fired. One. I know the one. 2018. Yeah. They have one winning season. They got some 8-8s eight in there. That's not a winning season. The Chicago Bears in 
a decade plus of football have one winning season, folks. They're 71 and 107 since the start of 2013. That is the sixth worst winning percentage in the NFL. 71 and 107. And I'm just sick of it. And, you know, were there enough signs that tell us, hey, next year is they, they get to where Yurko's talking about, that 10-win mark? Well, I mean, you're making improvements. Maybe. You're identifying weaknesses as you move forward. Listen, Eddie Jackson. You got to say say la vie, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to say goodbye, too. Now, you have to find a way to replace like some of the ball hawking capabilities that Eddie still possesses a little. Eddie simply refuses to play physical anymore. He doesn't want he can't. He, he can't. He hurt the shoulder. He doesn't want to do it anymore. He refuses to he even try to play not put physical. the head in there. He will not put the shoulder in there. And I get it. Like you are you're talking about right. your free rangey guy anyway. You want a ball hawk, you don't need him to be physical. But at some point and you need he, your safety right. to be physical. But like, he even may, your free safety. He may be of some value to a team that's closer to getting somewhere. Maybe. And that'd be fine. That's fine. Go someplace. You may not get the 12, 13, 14 million, whatever he's making. You may not get that, but you'll be very comfortable and you'll be a guy that's around guys that are better than you. They're just filling a need for a little while. That's what you're going to be doing. And that's not a bad place to be as a veteran player. Right? That's yeah. not a bad place to be. Yeah. I'd take that as a veteran player. Sure. Go to a team that was in the playoffs last year, looks to get back to the playoffs again, yep. needs veteran safety. That's a good spot to be in. That's not bad. White hair gone, Lucas Patrick gone. Yeah, I think you're going right. to save some money on the There's white hair money being saved you know, around the thing. you got to use yeah. some of it to pay Jalen Johnson. Probably, yeah. But I like the way yep. 32 played before he got hurt yesterday. Yeah, another rookie. So there's another rookie. You got 6, 9, 29, 33, 32. I mean, you got a good slew of defensive backs right there that are young, four years and younger. You, uh, you're bringing up good points about some of the big picture things that make right. it a little rosier than it appears just at the record, I think, in the way the season ended. I'm sort of just a little still hung up on yesterday. Like, No, I, I understand. You know, like and, that and was you bad. Be. You, like, your the, big picture stuff is the right The lessons on. of the bitter taste that yesterday left – Hopefully it'll be heated up north yeah. in Hallis Hall, and they figure out exactly what needs to stay and what needs to go. Andy's on I-90. What's up, Andy? Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, Carm, first a question with you. When you were comparing Love to Fields yesterday, Jordan Love had so much time he could have had a cigarette back there. I don't think it's apples to apples when you compare the two yesterday. Uh, well, I didn't even say yeah. I didn't say anything about yesterday. I was talking about their season stats, but uh, no, I, I understand that. But I was I was more illustrating yesterday. Uh, the other I have two points. One is with Stroud, and I think this is important. And Yurko just made a point about a left tackle. He's had a tremendous year, but you know what he has that Fields doesn't have? He has an All Pro left tackle. He's got a good tackle. Their line's okay, okay but his left tackle's good. Right, and that's huge for a, a quarterback. My last point and question for Yurko, and he mentioned it before, why can't the Bears try to institute an offense similar to Baltimore to take advantage like Lamar Jackson comparing him with Fields? I know Fields isn't Lamar Lamar Jackson, excuse me, but he has his qualities. He has a lot of great athletic ability. He does. Lamar's still, I think, been, uh, thanks, Andy, I think Lamar's been a better pocket passer. passer. He's been a better passer. He just has been. been a better passer. I, Yurko said that, though. You should yeah. design things to better suit the skill set of your quarterback. But at some point, they entrust Lamar to throw from the pocket, and he can, and he has. Lamar Jackson's got a 
passing touchdown yeah. season under his and belt. And when Mark Andrews is healthy, he's a, he's a much better quarterback, too. Yeah, that's true. Right? So when Mark Andrews is healthy and he's running routes for him, he is a much better quarterback also. Um, yeah, he's got a 36-touchdown season. Justin Fields has 40 touchdowns in three years. 40. Is that one a game? Is that Average, one a game? One a game. One a game. To break Favre's record or to break Peyton Manning's record or Tom Brady's record, he's going to have to play 500-some-odd games. He's to play 70, Erko. You know, I mean... Ahmad's in Chicago Ridge. What's up, Ahmad? Hey, guys. How are you, Carmen? Good. How are you? Man, not good. I'm just I'm sick of this. I am so sick of this. We, I don't know what Eberflus has proven in this, in this league. He's not the right man for the job. We all know that Justin Fields is not a good pocket passer, so what's the point of keeping him around? You got Jim Harbaugh, who's a proven commodity, both in college and in the NFL. You get proven winners. That's the problem with George. He brings in these people. He hires coaches that haven't proven nothing in this league. And that's why we're in the situation that we're in. This roster is atrocious. That defense, look what happened to them yesterday. They got lit up against Green Bay. What's the point of keeping Iberflus around? I'm sick of this. Can we get a proven commodity? Can we get a proven winner head coach? Well, I, okay, uh, I'm, uh, thank you. I, I wouldn't say they've never tried that. They've tried that, and it's blown up in their face, too. You know how many double-digit winning seasons John Fox had before he came here? Oh, six. Exactly. Yeah, six. John Fox had six seasons with 11-plus victories on his resume. Six when he came here. Veteran guy that's done it. Had taken two teams to the Super Bowl. He had six 11-plus win seasons and had taken two franchises. He stunk here. So they've tried it all ways, Ahmad. They've tried it all ways, and they've always failed, unfortunately. Mark's in Morton Grove. What's up, Mark? Great segue to my point, and correct me if I'm wrong. Everyone's talking Jim Harbaugh as a no-brainer, but please correct me if I'm wrong. Don't the Bears or anyone who hires him have to address why he left San Francisco? Wasn't the knock that he's super intense, super rah-rah, burns everybody out, and he's well-suited for the college game? and not much for the pro game, and now he wants to come back and everyone thinks it's a slam dunk, but he's not going to be a great fit with every organization. Isn't, why, that, am I wrong on that, or was no, it just no, the money from yeah, Michigan? He was, he was like in a power struggle with Jed York, or not with Jed York, with uh, Trent Balky, and uh, yeah, it didn't end well. He's very tough, probably a little bit better suited for the college ranks where you could get those kids to listen a little bit more than you necessarily can at the pro level. I think there's uh, there's some fair questions to see how it would translate. Maybe he's softened a little and will change things, and he realizes he doesn't want to be a coach that has some sort of, you know, uh, brief window of time where his ways will work before the sand runs through the hourglass. Like Tom Coughlin, we always talk about, is a good example of a guy that, that changed over the years. Yurko saw one version of Tom Coughlin by the end of New York. He changed certain things. I mean, Tom was still tough, I think. I think he asked most of those well, guys. They listen, tell in tough. the same season, he changed a little bit. Yeah. And that was 96. In the same season, mm, he changed. How about that? You then he took the that. lessons. He took the lessons learned in Jayville, 
took him to New York, right? And then they produced the winner up there. So maybe Harbaugh like would have learned some of that in his time away. But I think it's a legitimate question. I don't think you want to give him too much power. I don't like the idea of giving one guy. Well, you know, I, I got to have a separation between yeah. my GM and my head coach. Me too. Uh, the head coach coaches. Yeah. Okay, and the head coach is responsible for the players he wants to put in the starting lineups. The general manager gives him the talent, right, and gets the talent. Uh, but the general manager doesn't dictate to get, say this guy's on your roster or not. The final roster is controlled by the head coach. Rodney's on the south side. What's up, Rodney? Yes, sir. Good morning. Hey, Yerko, you can keep teaching because I'm always learning. But I have two questions real quick. When we keep coming up with this Mahomes comparison. For who? This year, Mahomes wasn't the Mahomes we've all known. And who's his O.C.? So what would have happened if we drafted oh, him with Maggie. that exact same O.C.? Yeah. Uh, so the, the only time Mahomes, the only time Mahomes comes up is when we talked about Trubisky, and, and what I had said earlier was, I'm tired of even the Patrick Mahomes thing. At some point, you got to bury that thing and you got to let it go. Uh, the problem with Kansas City is they let too much talent go over the course of time, and it never it never broke the camel's back until this year. Kelsey looks old. Yeah, Kelsey looks old. You know, guys got old. Guys that he's relying upon got old. Kelsey looked great at the beginning of the season, yeah, but as the season wore on, he kind of he kind of wore down a little bit. Kadarius Tony, who they brought in, you know, to help play, they let two receivers go in the off season. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling hasn't come up to be the guy they thought he was going to be, so they've relied upon guys uh, that ultimately have disappointed them. Well, they let Tony and that's go why last Ma- year, and they brought him back. Well, they let Tony go in the offseason well, and brought him back, and that yeah. still didn't work. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know how much I don't know how much uh, Mahomes talk has been going on here. Well, we talked. We mentioned him earlier today. You, yeah, but that was one passing right. moment. Yes, but we still talked about it. Yeah, you think Nagy? You think it's Nagy's fault? I don't think it's. Nagy's uh, fault. I think if he, I, I wouldn't say it's Nagy's fault. He might be a contributing factor, but I would say that it's the players. Yeah. The players in this situation, I'd say it's players eighty-seven point five percent. Eighty-seven point five seven eights. Eighty-seven point five percent is I'm blaming on the players. If somebody wants to blame Nagy a little bit, okay, All right. but it's only going to be a little bit. It's not going to be a lot. Gotcha. The players and the quality of the players. Chase is on the south side. What's up, Chase? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you guys doing? What's up, brother? Chase? How are you? Oh man, I'm just I'm just depressed, man. Mm. I'm depressed, man. I ain't Welcome gonna lie. to the club. Welcome to the club. Yeah. This is demoralizing, man. I'm just so fed up with this. It's like year after year. It's just I got friends who are Packer fans, and they're calling me and <laughs> toying with me. And it's taunting just, you. I'm like, taunting me. Like, seriously. Like, and the, like Barry used to always say, the worst taunt is when they pat you on the head and say, it's going to be all right. Like, really? Come on, please. But, Yurko, I got to ask you something. Here's the thing that really annoys me. Why does Eberfuss keep deferring every time to start the game? I don't understand that. Like, it's like. No, he's, when not, the defer- he's the not deferring. Is that what no, that's said? what I meant. Like, oh, he's yeah. not deferring. Right, yeah. I don't get that. I don't either. I don't either, Chase. Dirk, do you have an idea? No, he took the ball. Thanks, Chase. He took the ball. He wants the ball. He wants to show the guys that he wants to be aggressive. My bad. My bad. He wants to be aggressive. That's what he's trying to show. They are good, like, on their early script. Is that why? They do They do score at a pretty high clip when you think of last year and this year on their opening possession. Is that why he's doing it? Maybe. I think he wants to show faith in, in fields in the offense. Hmm. That's why he wants the football. It is uh, sort of counter to the way it's done these days. Stevens in KC on ESPN 1000. Hey, Steven. Hello? Steven? Hello, how are you guys hey, doing? Good, how are you? 
Good. Happy New Year. Thank you very much for the call. Well, well, the disappointing season uh, ended, you know, just like it began. And I, I think this is going to be a very important litmus test for both Warren and Poles. Remember, Warren didn't hire neither man. So if Poles decided to run it back with Ibufus, uh next year, the odds of him getting fired will rise. And Warren can just basically run both of them out of town, knowing that uh, he has the full trust of the McCaskies and blame them because he hired neither man. And I don't think Eberflus is going to magically change either Caleb Williams or Drake May at the quarterback next year. I mean, for Eberflus to change his own conservative approach, it's like asking the Kardashians to stop doing, you know, the reality shows because... They got to where they are because of who they are. I don't think it's difficult to change. So Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren will have a, probably a power struggle between those men trying to, you know, see the the course of the direction because Poles certainly wants to draft his only one shot at the franchise quarterback and pair him with the uh, an offensive head coach to be on the equal timeline for the first time. And I don't I don't know if going back with Eberflus and a new OC is going to give polls that luxury. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm with you, Stephen. Like, if you think you're drafting a quarterback, I don't know why you wouldn't pair him with a, a young offensive coach. It sure feels like Matt Eberflus is back. That That's, I mean, every every reporter at this point, it's the, the feeling reporters, I'm getting, the yeah. national people, they've all sort of hinted that, no, that there won't be a change there. Someone might go, and you'd think well, it would be gutsy, you, Even if you listen to the interviews before the game. Yes. Yeah. It sure... Sounds like Eberflus is back. And, and the tremendous sound that we have here on ESPN Radio 1000. Uh, what do you want to hear? We've got to much sound. Yeah, give me something about him Here's talking about yeah. how well Eberflus handled Thank the ups you. and downs of the season, Yurko. You can go back to the original press conference and, and things that I was looking for. One is, is leadership and the mental toughness and the, the steady hand to, to really captain the ship when the seas are rough. Um, and they got rough at certain times, certainly last year, early this year. There was some sudden change, and he was steady at the wheel. He he fought, you know, to get back above water and, and get things the way they they were. He his ability to adapt and adjust, really take input from the players um, to to get this thing on the right path was was incredible. Where I think a lot of people would have been in a, in really bad shape and, and crumbled to the pressure. He got better with the pressure, and so did our football team. Definitely doesn't sound like a general manager that's about to fire his coach, right? I think you're spot on. Yeah, it's just, it, it, it's, it doesn't not, sound that way at all. Not happening. Doesn't yeah. feel like it anyway, unless everybody's way off and has completely misread all the tea leaves. Let's go to Joe in Oak Forest, Yurko. Joe, what's up? Hey, what's going on? So I get from what I get from that little press conference thing is, I mean, he's not going to throw his guy under the table and he's not going to give him a bad rep if he is going to uh, – discontinue his time with the Bears, he's going to give him an opportunity to still uh, continue to coach in the league. You don't want to do that to any coach or any assistant coach and badmouth him to the media and stuff like that. And Poles is a respectable guy, so I give him that. And I don't think that it means that he's coming back. But um, the first thing I want to say was the guys need to get up for this game. If there's one game to get up for all year, it was this game. It was this game to get up. And, like, I do – I love Fields. I like him, but I feel like – Poles was looking at this game was this was like his ride or die decision, and with the way that everything turned out, um, I feel like 
I mean, I would like to keep Fields, but I, I think this might be the, uh, like, the last shackle to the chain before they toss him off the edge of that boat, you know. And um, this this might be it for the whole uh, the coaching squad. Um, Fields might be gone. Um, and then also, uh, I feel like every time we do play the Packers, I mean, I'm 34. Ever since I can remember, we we've been getting whooped it's your whole life by the Packers, and whole, I feel like we'll, but I feel like we play them every single time the same way. We play to their strength. We don't ever come out there and punch them in the mouth. You guys said even before, uh, like we've been coming out and we've been scoring a lot in uh, before the first half. We had none of that. We had none of that going. And it just it it just feels like every time we do play the Packers, we play down. Even when they're playing their best ball, we still play down. <laughs> uh, Joe, you've never had the good times. At least I remember the yeah. '80s, where the Bears were the dominant team. You know, eighty and, and, about eighty-two to ninety-two, the yeah, Bears yeah, had the best. You yeah, had a three-year stretch. You had a three-year stretch in the two thousands with Lovey Smith. Yeah, it was okay. Where you were beating the uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, this one game, decisions won't just be made on one game. It'll be it'll be made on the year. Yes, maybe even a couple of years here, as far as it goes. Just Fields. Yeah, uh, decision on Eberflus will be this year. Uh, and, yeah, because not last year. Right, is, does not count. It seems like as they were trying to lose. And yeah. if you want to say, let me let me tell you, Justin Fields played well last year. At times, he played well. He did. He was a dynamic player. People were talking. So, you know, some of what he did last year, well, again, some of what he did last year transferred over to this year. A little bit. But the decision, they're going to have to make a decision, but it's not going to be based on just a Green Bay game. It's going to be based on a lot more games than that. Yeah, you can't just base it on one data point, right? you got to look at uh, the big picture of things. And it's the way you played. Not necessarily wins and losses, but the way you played. Harding's in Charlotte on ESPN 1000. Hey, Harding. Hey, how you doing, gentlemen? Um, so here's the thing. Um, at the end of the day, I am of the group think that the Bears have to take Caleb Williams, right? Like, it is kind of what it is. The franchise almost doesn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. But here's my point. You guys got to stop pushing this narrative that Justin Fields isn't a weapon by his arm. He has every physical attribute to make throws, both power and accuracy. What he does not have is the mental capacity to understand Luke Getty's offense. But it's not just him. The offensive line doesn't understand blocking assignments. The wide receivers don't understand their route assignments or blocking assignments. So when you compound that into his development through this franchise, of course this is the result. Harding, are you suggesting so I, the entire offense doesn't grasp Luke Getz's playbook? Yes, is that what I am suggesting come that. Because you can look at it over and over Harding, and over. Come on. You see, like, look at the route trees. Look at the blocking assignments. It's incredibly bad. So you mean the, you mean you the route about, combos? You, what do you mean look at the route trees? Yes. You mean look at the route like, combos? Look at what they're, yes, look at what they're doing. Look at what they're combining for him to throw into. It looks terrible. I'll give you even that one play we were talking about. Uh, Yurko, you just said the, the blocking scheme was missed. It worked in the past with the toss and the wide receiver uh, doing a, a, black, a block on yeah, the defense. Yeah, they got Aiden Hutchin. They but, ran a toss look, left, and Aiden Hutchin right. was blocked by a wide receiver. Yes. Right, and that worked. But guess what? Getsy added a little twist there. At no point in time would you as offensive coordinator tell your quarterback to turn your back on where you're going. He made Justin Fields do a spin there. That does not make sense because visibly you would want to see where that defensive end is as you're going to make a decision on letting the running back take that ball or yeah. you make a run. Right. But and he did some stupid I got you. spin. And that wasn't a toss you get play. What I'm right. That was a, like a, a, a play like a play action or a RPO. It was like an RPO. Right. Like RPO yeah. right. And, the and you wouldn't do that to your quarterback. Right. He went straight up. Like the you field. just wouldn't. 
Right. So Getty has made decisions over and over and over to put people in harm's way, but we keep putting this on Justin Fields. And I'm not telling you he's not responsible for development because Justin Fields has a lot of room to grow, a lot. But what I think is going to happen, Caleb Williams gets drafted, and 104 years turns into 105. Mm-hmm. It's simple and plain. <laughs> Thanks, Arting. Uh, it's again, it's excuse making. Uh, is Luke Getzey great? Uh, pro- probably not. And well, could you I... in- improve there? Okay, the idea that nobody on the offense understands Luke Getzey's uh, offense and that it's just excuse making, Harding. It is. I-, I don't know what to tell you. You can you can uh, yell at us for not like for like passing a narrative along that Justin can't throw the football. Luke Getzey is going to be the guy that pays the price with his job, probably. If that's what's deemed that hey. If they didn't run your offense, why didn't they run your offense? Ultimately, it's going to be Luke Getzey that ends up getting fired. You know that. Yo, no, I think that's yeah. probably the sacrificial lamb. But again, it's all excuse making. That's that's my point. That's what it is. It's not Justin's fault. It's everybody else's fault. The quarterback's got nothing to do with it. The quarterback not seeing open guys on third down and taking needless sacks. The quarterback tucking and running when he doesn't have to. Quarterback refusing to throw the ball in the tight windows. Not the quarterback's fault. It's because Luke Getzey's offense is too complicated, and the players don't understand it. Mark's in North Carolina. What's up, Mark? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I used to live in Wisconsin, about 25 miles south of Green Bay. So uh, I saw this debacle up close and personal for all those years. And uh, no matter what quarterback you go with next year, you still need to fix your foundation, sort of like what Johnny's been saying. You know, if you if you don't get the offensive tackles and linemen, uh, you're you're in trouble. And uh, you know, you talk about a franchise quarterback. Where's Andrew Luck at right now? Coaching high school football. You got to fix that first. Hey, Johnny. By the way, I live in um, Spring Lake, uh, North Carolina. Right. If you need a golfing update, uh, give me a, give get my number and I'll give you some weather reports. I appreciate. Where'd you live at, Wisconsin? Though, hold on. Where we at, Wisconsin? Where'd you live in Wisconsin? Appleton. Appleton. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Nina Manasha, Appleton. Lovely area down there. What was the Andrew Luck thing? I didn't get that. Well, Andrew Luck's been out of the league for a handful of years. I don't know if he's asking Andrew Luck to become an offense coordinator, come in. I don't think Andrew Luck's ever going to play football again. No, of course not. So I would only assume you'd be bringing him in as an offense coordinator or something like that. Because he's coaching high school football? Quarterback coach, yes. I got you. That's (laughs) where you might want to look, yeah. I didn't get what that meant. All right, we'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Cross off with Waddle and Sylvie in 30. When the boys are done at 6, it is Black and Abdallah, and they are out for the final Bears night in Chicago for 2023. They're going to wrap the season at Fire Bar and Grill in Crystal Lake. Lance Briggs will be their very special guest. So go see Black Abdallah and good old Double Nickel. And then when they're done at 8, they will join Michigan and Washington in progress. Yurko from Houston. The national championship game is tonight, my friend. I'm very glad to see that uh, the game is starting at a reasonable hour. Uh, what is the I mean, reasonable New Year, hour? New Year's Day was fun. I mean, it was a lot of fun. But, man, that last game, like... It was 10.40, yeah. and they were starting the fourth quarter. I was like, woof. A little ridiculous. I had money on Washington. I'm like, yeah, gonna be, I got to stay up. This is, they're going to be tough. But I made it, Yurko. Tonight, they're starting at the reasonable hour of 6.30 Chicago time. I like that. 
not like an eight o'clock start. You I know? like it also. Very reasonable. So at about I'm probably just excited. after halftime, uh, when Black and Abdallah are done at eight, they will uh, take you right into Michigan Beautiful. and Washington. So you can catch Beautiful. the end right here on ESPN Chicago. Make sure you have the app. Watch on YouTube. Watch on Twitch. Uh, Michigan back out to a five and a half point favorite in tonight's contest. You're going. The total in the game is fifty five and a half. And then Super Wild Card Weekend starts at three thirty Chicago time on Saturday. With, with the Browns game? at the Texans. You're on right. which channel? <laughs> that is on NBC. Then, then what do you Peacock have? Uh, has to love this because they got Mahomes. Yeah. The Chiefs and Dolphins from Arrowhead will be the Peacock game. I guess I'm not watching Mahomes in a playoff game this weekend. Yeah, that kind of sucks. I have it for EPL. That's the reason I got it. Are you sure you're not going to invite I me over? I just happens to get the bonus. I happen to get the bonus. And I'm going to be uh, happy for the bonus, having Peacock. Are you going to watch at home, or are you going to be out somewhere, you think? Well, I'm, not, night, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be out. You're I, not? I, I, well, how can I be out if, if the game's on at nighttime well, I, and I've got Peacock I at the house? I don't know. I you... promise you, all the establishments, they don't the, have local it? Advocate, the, the bullpen doesn't have it. Longshots doesn't have it. Michaels doesn't have it. Why are they doing uh, this? Uh, engine Room doesn't have it. White Rhino doesn't have it. Twin Peaks Probably doesn't have it because we've got one now in Shareville. Thank right. you very kindly. Our bar doesn't have the cock. I promise you that. Why? Why are so they doing So all the bars this? social Soviet two one nine. They don't have it either. So, so you are. Watching I'm telling you, the only place to watch it's going to be at the house. I don't know who in Northwest Indiana has the peacock. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who has it. I'm. If somebody's got it, somebody black, tell me. Do you have it. Yeah, of course I have. Because you have yeah, soccer. Because you watch yeah, the soccer. Well, but also, like Verizon, if you if you're a Verizon, I'm a customer. Verizon customer. Well, you get it. I get peacock. You, get it on you Verizon? too. Yeah. You yes. gotta read your fine. Print, yeah. I don't think Carm. I don't think you're print. utilizing what's offered out there. You make it yeah. seem like it's so minute, difficult to, to acquire all these. Kid, I got your your login. Hey. It, it used to be with with all Verizon. Right, go to this website here. Go to this website. You ready? Go, ahead. go to this stop website. It. Just stop go it. to Google.com. Stop it and figure it out. You adult. Yeah. Here, I mean, geez, it, this segment. Not the... only you started this segment by saying, "Thank God the the game starts at a reasonable well, hour." God, How old are you? Man? I'm telling you. How early do you have to get up in the morning? Well, you not, your right. show doesn't start till yeah, noon. I'm up at like six thirty every day. What's going on? Also, if you really want to watch the game, get him, York. Pay for pay for them. Pay for the month and cancel it. It's no, five ninety nine. What do you mean five? What? what? So, a couple of boxes of cigarettes will fall off the back of a truck. Oh, pay right. for the See, damn month that's, that's and right. you'll be fine. On my, Tuesday morning, right. and don't lie to me. Abdal, Abdal even said it. We were like, boy, it, the, the, the fourth quarter started in the Texas Washington game. Oh, I'm like, Jesus, it was great. Like, it was wonderful. It was, it was awesome. Don't right. get me wrong, but I was like, oof. All right, I'm be exhausted. The other thing is like, make it. All right, all football season, Shay Norling has been out for trivia with Bud Light. Yeah. And Abdal and I, to a couple of them, we went out to, to hang out, and every single one had the Thursday night game on. Well, that every was on bar. You, but that's Amazon. That's oh, Amazon. Okay. Wait. It's a streaming service. Yeah, but Wait. everybody gets Amazon. But how no does a bar get a streaming service? Well, How's just, a bar going to well, do this? I'm going to tell you how it happened. Nobody's got Peacock. Amazon. What if, bars have Peacock. Bars, listen, the bar's yes, out by do. me. You know how they got Amazon? The bartender had Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure someone at the bar. I'll give you a hack. Here's a hack for you. If you want to go to a bar and watch this game Saturday night, go to a soccer bar. Well, that's that's a good point. The soccer yeah. bars will have it. But wait, Chris is saying so here on my Verizon phone. I just put the. Uh, I'm not going. No, well, you you I mean, do you not. You have a son, right? I do. Well, that's his job from now on. 
<laughs> he needs to get you up to speed with My this stuff. He's old enough. How old is he? He's 12, right? Yeah, yeah. Almost. He knows all this stuff. He's, almost. He's got it locked. My daughter took care of everything for me. See, there you go. It's everything. not plucking a dollar job anymore. Hey, it's not. Not only that with Verizon. Uh, you also get the Disney bundle for free. Right, right. And Hulu, isn't, isn't Disney, yes, isn't Peacock like $3 a month? Also do this. I'll give you a hint. All right, do this. Chris, mark this tape. Edit it out. Edit out of the podcast. Go to Google. I'm not podcast. trying to be a smartass. Right now? Go to Google. No, don't do it on a company computer. Oh. Go to, go to, oh, boy. Go to watch uh, whatever the game is, Chief Dolphins free. And, and like five sites right will pop up. All right. And you'll just click on it and you'll watch it on whatever you want. And, and that's cast it. To, cast Welcome it to, to 2024. Yeah, cast that's it to your TV. I'm clicking yeah, on a link. It's fine. It yeah, safe? it's fine. Yeah. You might have to, to have a couple pop ups that you need to close out, but whatever. It right. works. You know how many times uh, they tell us not to click anything? All the no before you go training I've had, I've been indoctrinated. I can't, I'm afraid to click on anything. I don't, well, I don't, don't know. Don't use a work computer. Emails. Use your phone. I don't know. I don't want to, you know. And it is funny. I, I, found, I'm not I find out about meetings from everybody else. Black, when I found out the game tonight started at 6.30, I was like, whoa, that's awesome. I think it starts at 6.45, so oh, well, I well, hopefully, that's, hopefully right, that's okay. Don't be early. Yeah, it's not I, soccer. I thought it was going to start at 8, and I'm early. like, man, it's going to be a late Monday. This game's going to start no, at 8 o'clock. I wish everything was like soccer. I wish, I wish 6.30 meant 6.30 on the dot. They blow yeah, that no. whistle. You start the game. Too funny. Now it's oh it's six thirty. No, but that's when the anthem is, and then the to- the coin toss, and then all this other stuff. There's a lot of pomp and circumstance. I feel like a lot of people have Peacock though. You think so? All right, maybe I'll find somewhere. To I maybe think, I have. It. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if there's a bar in Northwest Indiana that considers themselves a, a soccer bar. Soccer bar? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if a bar that exists. Yeah, but could it, be. A lot this... of people consider themselves a football bar. This is not the first time that they've put an football. NFL game on second Peacock, time. though, right? Second no, time they did a couple weeks yeah. ago. They yeah. had it. It's it was, the second time. Yeah. First time nobody had it. I didn't watch that game. It was not it was Christmas it. night, though. I think wasn't it? I think it was Christmas Day, or it was. Uh, it was around Christmas. Right? It was yeah. around Christmas. Yeah. And I did not see that game. You got to remember. I like to watch the Dolphins and the hey, Chiefs. All our Orthodox friends celebrated Christmas yesterday. I think so. that's right. Your Merry Christmas, belated to all, uh, all our Orthodox. Still friends. another game in the playoffs where Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to hit the highway. He is now. He's going to if they win this game. He's going to have to. He's going to have to hit the highway. But Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. That's an incredible stat. We got two sales. Where do you want to go, Peoria or Connecticut? You're Either one. Whichever one. Sal in Connecticut. He's been waiting a little more uh, patiently. Hey, Sal. What's going on, Sal? A couple of points. Uh, first on John Fox, people forget uh, he beat Big Ben and Mike Tomlinson in the playoffs with uh, Tebow. Uh, Tebow. So he was a, he was a very good coach coming over. He just underperformed. Um, second point: if you go back to 2021, there were a lot of teams that passed on Justin Fields. Uh, the New York Jets, the San Francisco 49ers. You had the Carolina Panthers that had the eighth pick and traded two picks for Sam Darnold's. The Denver Broncos with the ninth pick. The New York Giants with the 10th pick decided to keep Daniel Jones. Washington, New England. Indianapolis traded a first and a third to get Carson Wentz. And even when Ryan Poles came in his uh, Justin Fields going into his second year, he built the defense. He didn't build the offense. His assumption was, okay, we're going we're gonna to get him out of here and draft um, uh, C.J. Uh, was it uh, C.J. Uh, Young, Bryce Young, excuse Bryce me. Young. Yeah. And I think the second half of the year, Justin Fields showed that he could play against, okay, guys, we'll keep uh, uh, Justin Fields. Uh, and, and that's why they didn't draft, uh, they traded the pick and they didn't draft uh, Bruce Young. Yeah, I don't think, or, they, or were, Bar- I don't think they were blown away. I think Ryan Poles was pretty upfront about that almost, right? Like they weren't blown away by either one. And yeah, and also another point, too. 
Well, if they keep uh, Matt Eberflus, if I'm an offensive coordinator, I want that job because if I come in there and they get a new young quarterback and I develop him, uh, Matt Eberflus might be out of there, but he might stay there and even be hired as the new head coach. Remember, they got rid of Fox, but they kept uh, Vic Fangio because the defense was good. So if I'm an offense or defensive coordinator, I want the, uh, the, the Bears job next year because if Matt Eberflus go out and you're do, you did a great job on your offense or defense, you could stay and even interview for the head coaching job like Vic Fenjo did after John Fox was fired. Uh, yeah, Vic was uh, so established and so good that uh, they decided to keep him on. Thank you, Sal. We got more phone calls. We're going to sneak in as many as we can before crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvia, too. The boys are here this afternoon to take your phone calls anyway all day to get you home. And then Bleck and Abdallah tonight with Lance Briggs for the final football night in Chicago for 2023 with Miller Lite. So go see the guys. Uh, if you're up north, they're in Crystal Lake at Fire Bar and Grill tonight from 6 until 8. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. That's pretty true. Uh, Some calls, Yurk. And then we'll cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie. Chris is in Batavia. What's up, Chris? Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Fantastic. Well, as good as can be expected, I guess. Yeah, good. Uh, you know, Tony Romo says leverage one more time. I'm going to throw the remote at the television. <laughs> there was the a lot of, of leverage, day. yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of leverage. Uh, Discipline-wise, just, you know, there's a couple of times when those Donnie Brooks broke out that, man, there was a couple of fair swinging full haymakers that weren't called. I know mm. there really wasn't any penalties, but from a, a standpoint of discipline, how many times did we see other teams jump off sides and the Bears never take that free play. They never take a chuck downtown. And I don't know. There must have been 15 times this year and twice yesterday when somebody jumps off. And I know we don't have Olin Krutz or Hilgi anymore, but, you know, the center should be bright enough to pop that up and take a throw at it, right? Yeah, I think that's more on this. That's a center thing, right, uh, Yerk? Uh, what Chris is talking about, when the center's not cognizant, we're going to have a free one here, get the ball back. Like, Rodgers used to be so good at it, but there's got to be some sort of uh, connection with his center, who was it, Corey Lindsley, maybe for yeah. a lot of those years, that was real good at it. I mean, before, got before Lindsley, too. To jump constantly. Yeah. And Mahomes has been good at it over the years. He's got a great center. The best was Steve DeBerg, believe it or was not. Steve DeBerg, Steve really? DeBerg was the best at getting guys to jump offside. I didn't know that. Yep. Wow. Legendary. Let's go to, I think this is Jason in Aurora. He's been waiting patiently. What's, uh, patiently. What's up, Jason? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, so, good, good. What's um, up? A couple things real quick want to get to. Um, first, for the Chicago Bears fans, I think they need to – well, I'll say we because I'm still on that, that uh, train. But we need to stop waiting for the reincarnation of Michael Jordan and football pads, meaning waiting for a messiah to bring this organization up from the depths of hell when football doesn't work that way. The second thing I was going to say is we got to stop with the compared – like Lance Briggs said it yesterday, the Bears can only be – the best bears that they can be. Yeah. So it's not apples to apples. We got to stop with the Houston Texans comparisons and CJ Stroud or Jordan Love. CJ Stroud is not, there's CJ Stroud and then there's CJ Stroud in a bears uniform. Yeah, but that's like, but what does that mean though? So what are we supposed to do? Not do anything about it? Like, what does that mean? I I mean, honestly, I think we do need to start taking an approach where Lower the expectations. Uh, be more of a we're happy to be here. Because truthfully, 
outside of getting lucky with Jordan in the third pick, Buddy Ryan and Buddy Ryan doing Buddy Ryan things in '85, and Love uh, or Lovey Smith doing Lovey Smith things. This is an organization that hasn't really done a lot in over a hundred years. Well, outside of you know the 1920s when there were six teams. And, you know, you had a bunch of players who were also plumbers and carpenters. Well, I'd say, like, I'd, I'd, I'd say like since the late, you know, since about the mid 60s. And, and Jason, thank you. Like, I know what you're saying. There hasn't been much success. Look, uh, post the 63 championship, there's been one title for this team. There's been one Super Bowl. We're going on Super Bowl 58 this year, right? Is that where we are? Yes, we are. I mean, there's one. You know, they won in 63. They were never good with Sayers and Butkus, go figure. They were mostly bad through the 70s. The 80s were awesome, and that was built through a couple of outstanding drafts, and it made you very sustainable and very good for a little while. But since then, I mean, yeah, I know what you're saying, Jay. I I preach it all the time. That doesn't mean I want to just accept mediocrity. I'd rather not cheer than just say, yeah, this is okay. I'm just happy to be here. I don't like the, like, well, you can't And you're not playing good football. If you play good football and lose... You know, okay, but you want to be playing good football. Yeah, like I, I want yeah, somebody what, close to C.J. Stroud. Right. I mean, Mahomes, you, is that too right. much to ask? What you're seeing is not good football. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't and think that's the too problem. Much. Let's go to Sal in Peoria. What's up, Sal? Hey, boys, I just want to say I think that our Bears, Eber Loss, and, and our quarterback and everybody got more exposed than Harvey Weinstein. Okay. I mean, we absolutely look terrible. <laughs> I, I was sitting at a, at a local sports bar. Watching this game, I'm six four three hundred. I had a lady walk in wearing a Gilbert Brown jersey. Who she was about my size and looked like she was looking for an arm wrestling partner. And the lady talked smack the entire game. Sounds full of them today. The whole game. It yeah. sucks. Now the only it? thing I will say, yeah, I'm getting bullied by a lady. If you want to call her that. But the thing is, the only good thing I'll say about old Eber Loss is he doesn't wear a stocking cap. It's like he's a vampire, boys. He never gets cold. Thank the guy's you. always just. It's like well, he's I, from listen, if I had his hair, I don't think I'd cover it either. Sal, thank you. Sal was loaded with him today. Uh, if I had Eberflus's hair, I wouldn't cover it up. Not unless it was like minus seven. Jay's in Homewood on ESPN 1000. Go ahead, Jay. Hey, guys. You know, you can't get to, you can't over-respond when there's a win. You can't over-respond when there's a loss. If, you know, if you, we were to ask the fans about a year ago, uh, how many victories would you look upon as a success? Relative to last year, we would have said seven or eight means we're moving in the right direction. And we got that. And as Yurko said, if we can get to 10 wins, and if you look at where we are at now, it looks like we're progressing. We could get to 10 to 11 wins. Um, so, you you know, we're talking about some people are blowing up this whole system and changing. Keep in mind, there are going to be growing pains. Are, is the fan base willing to deal with more growing pains? the next two to three years, or we'll say, wait, you know, Caleb Williams, maybe he's not the, the person either. Stick to the process. The process is working. And I think some of our responses is because we're looking at 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and we're saying, here's those doggone um, uh, 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 Green Bay Packers again. But don't, but, but that's in the past. Look at where we are right now. And we're progressing, and we can hold on. Hold on and continue with what we're doing. We can get to 10 and 11 wins. All Keep right, in mind, Jordan Love had the he had the luxury of sitting for three years, watching two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. I, Justin I, Fields I, I, didn't have that luxury. I'm starting to think that out. I'm starting to think that that actually helps. Jay, thanks. We got to go. Uh, the Bears have never had uh, like a quarterback that could say, "Here, watch this Hall of Fame quarterback, and maybe you'll learn." 
Aaron yeah. Rodgers learned something from Brett Favre, and yeah. it looks like Jordan Love might have learned something from Maybe Aaron Rodgers. Maybe we can exhume the body of Sid Luckman and just bring it out. There, here's the coffin. There, learn from the coffin right here. Let's it's do that. Here. Yeah. Jay wants to learn. be like the Sixers. Just yeah. trust the process. All right, crosstalk coming up in two minutes with Waddle and Sylvie. I've got the final word. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, did you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. You had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yurko. I don't care. Well, every other team, Pat. I don't care. And nor should you. Right. You shouldn't care what the other teams do and where they fail. Care about where the Bears have failed. 